were chatting about things today in the shop, standards, like what's a standard, you know? And like kind of mentioned about like measurements and testing. There's like certain standards, like mill spec standards or, you know, and they list the equipment used that the equipment itself that's used to make the measurements might be a standard. And, you know, so in a, in a lot of them, you name it, whoever's doing the measurements, whether it be military, or consumer or whatever, they tend to follow standards, you know, and using similar gear so that kind of everybody's on the same page. And I know like in the headphone world too, you see in the recording studio side and the pro side, there's standards that exist, like kind of like a go-to standard headphone, you know, that's been around for years and years. And I guess, I mean, what the, I guess really what we want to talk about is what makes these things a standard? I don't know. I mean, what, how, does it, how, does it be, how does something become a standard? Well, there's probably a few factors here. I think the main ones pretty much are it needs to be one of the best choices in a limited selection or by far a standout. And there are some situations where that's the case in the consumer side, but for the most part, this is more of a industry type deal thing where there's really only a few different measurement heads you could use to measure headphones. So for the most part, there's kind of ones that people prefer over others. And once more people start using it, it makes it more likely to be adopted by other people because, well, that's what everyone else is using. And if you want your measurements to be respected, if you want your measurements to be comparable, uh, you kind of need to go with what everyone else is using. So I guess you could say it's kind of a trend thing. Well, <laughs> it time, starts. time is definitely a factor. Yeah. Like if, if everybody's been using the same stuff for so long, you know, it's like yeah, the standard. Then yeah. It kind of becomes popular yeah, enough right. where it for whatever reason, becomes a standard. Right. Yeah, which is, I guess, kind of what you see a lot of things. I mean, cars have that, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. But that's for different reasons, like like F-series trucks. It's not because it's, like, the best vehicle or anything. Yeah. There's other reasons to it for, like, fleet purchases and stuff. So. Yeah, but yeah. what makes it the standard, though? What Because of the price? I mean, it's a reason. Does, I guess a lot of things probably have to come into play. Right. Right? Price. Availability. Reliability, yeah, availability. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's just because you could purchase it more affordably in volume. Maybe that company's more willing to work with people, and so you see it more frequently. And you kind of see a bit of this even in YouTube. You see kind of sort of everyone adopting similar things from time to time, and it could just be because that company is more willing to work with social media influencers, YouTubers, that sort of thing, to either provide them with discounts or free product. And um, they or may just, just samples to play with, right? And yeah. it may make it look like it's a standard, which, oddly enough, may make it kind of a standard because mm. more people see, oh, well, this is what they're using, this is what everyone's using, so yeah. I'll get that. But I guess the real question is, does a standard make it good? Does it being a standard matter? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, could yeah, could, could not could be good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good enough to be a standard. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah, because I that's true. I mean, even though it's a standard, would would you consider it? Would some outside that circle of whoever's using this as a standard would would it be used as a reference? Let's yeah. say, is it the best? Right, probably not. It's probably just an all arounder type thing. But I would say the typically the worst and the best are outliers from what would be an average standard. I would think. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of if there's anything in that I could think of in any marketplace where the best of anything is actually considered a industry standard. It's complicated mm. because a lot of times really. what is the best is usually expensive. 
So it's really hard for that to be adopted as a standard unless it's affordable enough or if you're in an industry that is tolerant of high price. So sometimes in uh, in some sort of professional industry, you could tolerate a little bit higher price. It doesn't really matter. But if you're a consumer, you're not going to spend 10 times as much on something if well, it doesn't provide you an advantage. Well, one thing I could think of was like the movie industry. Like what, what would be their standard for like for, for – Well, there really is not. For video. <laughs> Everybody uses different Everyone stuff. has their own opinions on that one. That's the yeah. trouble. Because I know there's like Sony, right? There's Red. Well, a lot. There's uh, – yeah. So, RE, uh, so, oh, so if you're running – yeah, so <laughs> Panasonic. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different. And then you get into lenses, and that's a whole different thing. Don't a lot of these studios now mix and match this stuff, too? They're not necessarily running the same thing. I mean, camera. yeah. But then it just makes it harder to edit stuff. You oh, know, to right. Make it match. I think the reason why you see something more like a standard in some segments is just because there's no other product that exists that's nearly as competitive. So you see things like GoPro cameras used a lot in yeah. certain spaces where you don't want to spend a ton on a camera or you know it might get destroyed. You're not going to spend $5,000 on yeah, a camera. It's going to get hit by something, yeah, they right? get abused pretty well. Yeah. But that's just because it's kind of the one people know. It's yeah. the one that works, and they're affordable. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, but for that option, for that use case, it is among the best. I think that's a pretty much a, is a standard, yeah, is, though, when yeah, you think they about They pretty it. much are. Yeah. Everybody's got, like, ten of them. You yeah. Know, so. and, you, and you even if you, like, even if, like, I know we had a special use case where we wanted to record the inside of our CNC machines. Yeah. We got a GoPro with a waterproof case, because what else are you going to get? I mean, everyone's using it. There's not a ton of options, you know? You know? It, it works. It does. You know they work. You know, people snowboard with these things. It sure as hell will be able to sit in the machine for a little while and take some videos. <laughs> so, you know, bottom line is, you know, we got this, we want on buying a, buying it just for, you know, sing, even just a single use or in special use application because, yeah, I guess because it's popular, we know it exists, we know a lot of people use them, and they work. It's an easy choice. Yeah. You see other people using it, you see it working, you go, well, let's get that. Right. Well, there's a lot of support for it, too, then. Well, that's like, true. There's a whole community. Everybody's ran, someone's probably ran into the problem you're running into. So someone's probably came up with a solution. Yeah, there's accessories and all yeah, that. a lot of aftermarkets stuff for it, like yeah. the waterproof case. Right, right. Yeah. In fact, I don't even think we could use theirs. I think we had to get an aftermarket waterproof case for it for whatever reason. Yeah, we had another GoPro before. And Chips the coolant, were flying or something. The oh, coolant yeah. damages coolant, the plastic. Yeah, yeah right. It craze the plastic. Which yeah. actually is a common problem if yeah. you, uh, for people that uh, record machines. They all have that same problem. So yeah. they all talk about, oh, we need a better enclosure and stuff. So Yeah, yeah, plastics and Plastics in certain fluids don't always mix. Needs to be the right plastic. Yeah, yeah right. But, yeah, I, well, I guess that kind of covers it. I mean, you know, you think about it, it's like, you know, in the headphone world, I mean, there's a, there's been a couple headphones that we've heard rumored of that a lot of people have used over the years and become somewhat of a norm. But um, I know on the recording side there's some stuff that guys use tend to have all the time. Speakers are like that, too. True. In the pro side, there tends to be like – certain speaker type that yeah like studio monitors that a lot of people use yeah you know and it's but there's such a mix yeah mix of brands and availability on that that i think that's what really keeps anything from really 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 taking over but there are some general i guess things that people use all the time well, i mean if you just go sheer numbers it'd be like in the headphone industry it'd be like airpods you know <laughs> so way yeah that's more true than, i mean yeah i think they got the i think they got the numbers down yeah so by yeah. numbers yeah Right. There's nothing that even compares. Right. But does that make it a standard? Right. Well, so I don't know. In the sense that it's a reference more people are aware of, I suppose it does. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best or it's the one to get. It's one that seems to be preferred by a lot of people. Well, yeah. you know a lot of people have it on hand to compare it to. Yeah. It's like, right. And so. I guess because of the sheer volume, you could consider it a standard. Yeah. 
I mean, if you were going to run a test and everyone had to hear something, whatever it be, a tone, a noise, or yeah. tell, and then tell us what you hear. If you ran it to all people, only people that had that, that'd be a pretty good reference. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good headphone to pick for something like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, everyone's got it. You I mean, know a lot other, of people other have than it. fit, fit meant being different in all different people's ears and stuff. But if, of excluding that as you know, being a, a variable you can control right. in the test, yeah, that'd be kind of a cool thing if you think about it. You could hundreds of millions of people, right? Mm. You could give the same test to and get, I mean, whatever the response is. <laughs> if there isn't such Depends a test, I, I don't know what the test it, would yeah. be, you know, but it reminds me of eyesight or vision tests, which we talked about in the past, where it's like, you know, there used to be old tests where it's like, read the chart, you know, mm. and it's like, okay, well, well, you need this prescription. And you were, you know, you could be wildly off one or two degrees, um, where nowadays they have sophisticated machines that just throw all kinds of crap at you. To, 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 to so definitively tell where your where your eyesight is, you know, so um, I mean that's kind of a standard, you know. I mean, how people are measuring your eyesight. That is true. Hearing has standards. Hearing tests. They have standard protocols right. they follow, you know, that that they've narrowed down over the years on how to get the appropriate response out of people so they know where you stand. So well, with, yeah, eye equipment in particular. I just I had an eye exam about a month ago, yeah. and yeah, I've I've been to like three or four different places, and yeah, they all use the exact same Zeiss equipment. Oh, right? really? Uh, they all have the same stuff. Yeah, because it works. Yeah. It's hard to say with that one, though, because what I find a little interesting is oftentimes popularity drives more popularity. You get a positive feedback loop, That's so to true. speak, because people buy this one particular brand or this one thing, it is more likely to make more people buy it. But at what point does it become a standard? Or yeah. Why is it a standard? And oftentimes, different products are effectively standards for different reasons. It could be because this one product is actually exceptional and people recommend it. Or it could be because people just use it for one reason or another. It was all that existed. And now because of legacy, people continue to use it. But in fact, there could be superior alternatives. It's just, well, it's hard to fight with all the people in the past that have used it and had success. So you just keep using it, right? What's the big deal? You don't want to think about it. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything. Come to think of it, though, historically standards exist, but... More recently, I can't think of anything like in the consumer side that really, other than what we just talked about with the Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a ton yeah, consumer really facing what, yeah, that's really, really standard. I think p- part of it because models continuously change. Yeah. So there's well, nothing, yeah. something that's out there long enough to stick, to really catch yeah, hold and new say. New next best greatest thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just what's next every year. Consumers are more likely to want to buy a new thing rather than the old thing or the thing that everybody's been using. Yeah. And... It depends on the industry, but in general, people more likely just want the newest thing. Um, in industry, oftentimes you want a thing that works. Well, What's like going to deliver? These. These are <laughs> right. You see every machine shop runs a Yeah, you're not reinventing the wheel. You know yeah. it works, so what's the point of getting a new thing? Is yeah. it going to work better? Right. Maybe, but you know that works just fine, so why not just go with that? And something quali- you trust. The quality is probably consistent. and Right, you can trust it. You right. buy it, you know it's going to work, it's going to. Yep. It's, not, it's not just going to It's like work. a fluke multimeter. You can get cheaper <laughs> ones, but you trust them. That, now, you that trust is, it. now, that it is, is a long-term standard. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it seems like everybody who's anybody, if you ain't got a fluke. You got to have a fluke. Yeah. yeah. You're not measuring stuff. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, if you're just measuring like 12-volt batteries, yeah, 
particularly the harbor freight meter but particularly the true rms flukes no, you bust I think up they all are get now. to the 300 dollar and up range now when we're talking but i think know, even the cheaper you know, ones are, are still. They? Yeah. i don't know true rms are always more expensive i haven't looked recently but a true rms fluke yeah brand yeah i don't think they're cheap yeah they're they're made in china now though oh for those the, the hundred dollar ones they have a hundred dollar trimmers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That, I didn't know. I haven't looked. For yeah, I'm pretty sure they're pretty Chinese sure. model. It might be yeah. sixty or seventy or something. It might only be sold in the Chinese market though. You uh, can get them imported. Yeah. Though, but oh, yeah. I see. So it's one of those things. Yeah, like hundred twenty bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Well, I mean, but it's true though. That is a bit of a because when you see that bright yellow case, yep. you pretty much know it's a fluke, and you know the hard rubber exterior they have to it, and blah blah blah. It's got a look. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's true. Hell, that's been around forever. I mean, yeah. we had flukes when. Back in the day when I started playing and fixing things. so. But that's another example that it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best just because it's the standard. It's that just, just happens it. to be the one people trust. <laughs> right. So from their experience, this one worked well. And that continues on for a long time in certain industries. Yeah, decades. Well, nobody really comes out with a meter that provides massively enhanced functionality at a lower cost. So I'll just buy the one that I know works because you're measuring voltages now just like you were 10 years ago for the most part. And things like that. If you're checking impedance or something, you're checking continuity. For the most part, you're not getting huge additional functionality of a new product. So you're not worried about finding the latest and the greatest. Well, it's just like measurement equipment. Yeah. You if know. it measures today, it'll measure in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it just doesn't really matter uh, what features and whatnot you add. They don't provide huge advantages to well, from, most consumers. Well, then from a business perspective, if you are the company that's the standard, it pays to be a standard <laughs> because you could go out decades with this thing as you know as long as the whatever you're standardizing still exists as long as you still right. make a good quality product you yeah. know and, and people need it i mean there's a need for it and it doesn't for whatever reason technology otherwise become obsolete um so yeah. i mean you kind of see that inertia though with things like auto brands you see that things with all kinds of things consumer facing where people perceive one company or brand as making good product or even bad product and it takes a long time for that to change. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's a lot of industries where it could be 10, 15, 20 years to really shift a perception. So that's the trouble. It's both good and bad. If you're making good product, well, it's great for you, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for the consumer because it, it very well could be that your new product isn't actually that great. Yeah. Or it's better than anything else, but no one, no but one really checks. figured it out because yeah. they get the standard. I can think of one mm. example of something that is used professionally and consumers can buy it and do buy it, and that would be um, Milwaukee Power Tools. Yeah. Like Sparks use them all the time. They're used professionally. Sparks. <laughs> Sparkies. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. I mean, that, that's like the, that's what everybody uses in yeah. the industry, and you can buy them at Home Depot. Isn't yeah. that the, the circular saw guy? Isn't that a Milwaukee, the blue one? No, that's Makita. Makita. I like the Makita. We, we only have, well, we have uh, all Milwaukee. Oh, they're red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I still love my Makita. That's, uh, that's a nice circular sign. Nice Makitas bearings. are pretty nice. But yeah. I mean, most people in, like, yeah, Milwaukee, plumbing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Again, it's probably just balances price with availability. It's and right. performance. Easy to get parts. They're not yeah. parts, but easy to fix or whatever. They work. They're yeah. not expensive yeah. comparatively. Everyone, everyone's got a million batteries laying right. around for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Especially in that industry, you know, we were beating the shit out of things every yeah. day of the week. It kind of oh, makes yeah, sense. You figure out what works. You're not buying the most expensive thing because yeah, no. you can't afford to. Because yeah, you're going to drop it in a puddle yeah, or something. Yeah, it'll break before it breaks. You know, right. I mean, yeah. the Milwaukee stuff is on the higher end of things, but yeah, it's a yeah. little more, but you get more performance. So, yeah. so I guess we kind of yeah. figured that out. Whatever the hell this whole standard thing yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. 
onward and upward. Mm. Thank you, everybody, for watching us. And remember to subscribe because we're looking to hit 20,000 by the end of the year. So we got a lot to oh, go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's going to be tough. Good luck mm. with that. Yeah. But anyway, thank you, everyone. Take care.